That's squeezing one out in Nordic. <laughs> yeah. You got anything to you, say about that? You give homeless people the olives, right? I give <laughs> That's right, I do. I totally do. My name is Jermaine <laughs> Fotarius. <laughs> Jared's uh, younger brother. <laughs> Fucking unbelievable. <laughs> we did share a pizza, and that was cool. Did it did it taste like young cum? It, it did. <laughs> All right, it did. that's enough. It did. That's enough of that. Stop it. 100%. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, more like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over, and setting up on Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash bears. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three months plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. We're back. Thank you very much for joining us. I cannot believe we got we get to have them again. Please put your hands together for the one and only David Nathaniel Rutherford Jefferson Cross. That's I always me. like to do the full name. DNRJC. <laughs> I had to sit there and do the alphabet math <laughs> yeah. in my head. Um, worst daddy in the world tour with special guest Sean Patton. Hilarious Sean Patton is, is kicking off. And you can get tickets right now at officialdavidcross.com. That's awesome. Go. He's fantastic. Sean's great. Sean's and also a uh, great hang, too. Yeah. Like Isn't that a, the most important thing in the world? It's Yeah, if you're going out, I mean, yeah. That's what I pick when people are like, who do you take on the road? I'm like, well, of course, like, when they go, are they funny? Like, of course they have to be funny. Like, yeah. this, we're doing funny shows. These are haha shows. Well, there, but, there's two things. There's, I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, 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 no. It's, it's that. And then, like... Can I spend time with this yeah. person? That's yes. that's the majority of it. Yeah, it's a it's a it's important, and uh, you know you want. But he's also like the perfect kind of uh, energy and comedy to ramp into my yep. stuff. Uh, like there's there's tons of great great comics, you know, and I've yeah. taken some out, but just his what he what his specific. Uh, skill set quality yeah great stuff because he cracks me up too but it's, it's also the style and he's a heterosexual white male and i wanted to give finally right give yeah, them dude. a chance and to, also a lot of you know we're getting shut down the media uh, uh canceled uh, canceled can canceling, canceled. Uh, canceling white and the straight fucking it's all of a sudden man. it's like all about broads now <laughs> so um no i feel like is the obviously you know, when there's a person funny, it's a even bigger bonus if the first comic, the opening comic, also like you said, kind of sets the like is a good compliment mm -hmm. to what they're gonna see with you. Yeah, and then you're just like, yeah, but we're gonna be like whatever on a bus or in a plane or backstage and having meals 
and all the time. And if this person having meals, Tom, right? yeah. yeah, I don't Breakfast. eat with the you help. Eat. You, don't eat. <laughs> I don't, you don't. I don't sup with the help. <laughs> No, never. <laughs> no. no. I let them taste my food first. Yeah. Then I eat. If it's gross, you're like, you you take it. Yeah. Or if I get a if I get a you know a uh, a bad bowel, and yeah. then uh, then yeah. then off to then they go to the side and eat it. No, you, yeah, that's cool. in, a, in a box. I bring a box for them to eat inside of. I've been doing this thing for years with homeless people where I'll give them olives. Like I don't like <laughs> olives, so. <laughs> If I get something with olives on it, I'll, I'll, it'll look like I'm going to give them the food, and then I'll just take the olives and go, you can have these, and then I go back. Do they like say, the olives? I don't care. I don't stand to watch. I just kind of let them have I, I put it in their hands. Green olives or black olives or Kalamata? You know what's very interesting about olives to me is that I enjoy olive oil, and I enjoy like an olive tapenade, I think it's called. Yeah. But I don't like eating whole olives. Is it the texture? I feel like the taste is like the texture, but the taste is too strong. I like it dialed down, which is what you get. So in get some... shitty olives. How do I get shitty olives? Get a can. Okay. You get a can. Go to the, go to get the cheapest olives you can. So I'm buying two high end of olives. Basically, sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So get a, a big five gallon thing of shitty olives, and then I can eat, enjoy those. Go to shittyolives.com. <laughs> can you guys pull guys, that up? Go to shittyolives.com. Uh, tell them David sent you. Yeah, and oh, do you get a discount? Yeah. Oh, oh actually, you have to pay a little bit more, oh, and then I shit. get that money directly. Hold on, writing it down. Shitty, shitty, with three T's, three T's, olives. Okay. Dot, but you have to spell dot, and it's oh, not the period. Dot. Com, oh. and it's C A L M, like uh, be calm, Stay remain calm. calm. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, thanks for the advice, man. You got it. Um, so yeah, you don't need with the help, but if they're good to be around, it changes the energy of the whole tour. Totally, totally. Yeah, I've yeah. had people oh my god they said there's no album behind you huh uh david we always have an album here okay i'm not familiar with the do i pick pick something out no. what do we got uh no maybe maybe got something in the late 70s early 80s punk uh Indian? files yeah mm, well MF Doom is okay, yeah. I don't know. I'm not familiar. Him again. No. <laughs> oh, him Jeez. again. Uh, just give me something and I'll... Uh... It's going to go here. It's going this side. Oh, all right. It's your episode, so... Okay. Well, dude, we're going to be here all day. <laughs> all day. <laughs> Can somebody run out to... Oh, okay. Closest uh, to punk. Come on. That's sure, sure. Track. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes, for sure. Go. Sorry about that. That's all right. All right. Now, from the top, because you <laughs> fucked up. Guys, welcome. Uh, David Cross is on tour with special guest Sean Patton. You can get tickets at officialdavidcross.com. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Tom. We're uh, not really going to start again, are no, we? No, we're not. Okay, no, no, great. No. Fantastic. Because I, I don't have much more to <laughs> offer. <laughs> I, was, I was about to leave. I don't like olives. <laughs> You got anything to you, say about that? You give homeless people the olives, right? I give them. That's right, I do. I totally do. They suck. Um, so you were at Big Fat Bird's place, and you mm -hmm. um, uh, you enjoyed Great guy. Him. I real I liked him a lot. Uh, I'd never met him. Uh, enjoyed. Uh, here, here. Part of this was um, I am 
most likely going to do a podcast myself, and I've been sort of doing this round with that in mind. I've always enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a relatively new thing, but it's been enjoyable doing uh, Your Mother's House was great. That's yeah, yeah. the most I've laughed in a that was 90 so minutes in, in a while. It was really fun. And and the, and just doing press and promo stuff, It's so, this is so much more... I mean, every aspect about it is we're having a conversation. It can yeah. be funny, can get poignant at times and, and real. And, and it's just so much better than, you know, doing a whole day of like 12 minute interviews with local papers and stuff where they, you know, it's like the, it's the Olympia, worst. you know, times is calling you about, everybody's asking the same question that you go out and you do whatever uh dude which i sorry to cut you off but it reminds me of another bit of yours that is burned into my memory about the horror of morning radio because we all know oh, the, and then the you worst. get and you go there and you're like it's this fucking i forget the name you gave uh it was a zoo crew the zoo crew but oh. you gave a name you gave oh, them yeah, like know. character names right. like woody and the beaver or something <laughs> and then and then you're like oh hey and they're like all right it's time for the Friday morning fart song. You're like, nah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be involved in that. And you're and you're drunk. When you go yeah. there, they're not. They're used to getting up at five a.m. every day, and you know, being sober and coming into the studio, and hearing and doing a all horn stuff. every few minutes. They're yeah. really up. And you have been, you know, you've gotten three, four hours of sleep. You get up. You you're slamming coffee. You're still drunk, yeah. and you have to go in there. And these guys, and it's not the same sense of humor. There's nothing funny about it. And they've got all that energy too. And they're and they're bouncing, <laughs> feeding off of each other. This guy's nuts. And uh, and they get shit wrong. This is be you know pre Wikipedia. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> they have half of your credits are wrong. And uh, now you did something funny. Oh, what was it? Uh, you did something funny about some sneakers. Uh, I what? I don't know. Maybe I can't. What are you talking about? It's the worst. <laughs> And then they get angry at you they for do. not playing along. They so do. this is it's, way preferable. When I did, I have two that come to mind. One was, uh, well, actually, three of these. One of them where they go, all right, like, so we got one more break, and then you'll go in. And um, what do you want him to ask you? And I go, whatever he wants. Yeah. And they go, no, like, <laughs> what specifically do you want to ask you? Because we haven't done any work. And I go, whatever he wants, I'm down for whatever. And they're like, he needs you to tell him yeah. what to ask him. And I go, oh, I don't like to do that. <laughs> and the panic that washed over yeah. this person's face, they were like, what? So then I guess they're in the commercial break. The commercial break starts. They bring the guy in and he's like, hey, is everything all right? And I go, yeah, everything's fine. And they go, well, he's like, well, is there, I think they wanted you to, you know, <laughs> answer some questions. And I go, and I said, whatever yeah. you want to ask is fine. And he goes, well, I mean, what's been going on? And I go, I don't know, man. I've been on tour, you know, I have a kid. He goes, you have a kid? And he's like, write that down. So he starts, do, he starts doing the pre-interview. Right. He's like, has that been? As, in, as they're in the commercial as break. As in the commercial break. And I'm like, yeah, we could talk about that. I go, again, anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. And he's like, oh, okay. And we go in there and the whole thing's fine, right? It's, it's, it's fine because I was like, you can just ask whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, these, these guys aren't used to the concept. It's such a foreign thing. Outside of the work, it's fine. But that idea of having a conversation, talking to a person and just asking them what questions that might seem relevant to the reason sure. they're occupying your next seven minutes. They can't do, like, we're the ones where they don't, they will refuse to do even a moment of prep. 
And that happened to me in Hartford, Connecticut, where I got there and they, they basically, the, the club dropped me off and they're mm-hmm. like, all right, you're going to do this show. Okay. And then the people who host the show kind of did the whole like, look. When, when was this? This probably was uh, sometime between 09 and 12, somewhere so in you, that. So you're coming up, you're. Yeah, yeah. I'm, and I'm yeah, not yeah. like a big draw. And they, right. you know, they, they're like, this is what really moves tickets. And you're like, okay. And the club's sending you that. You have yeah. to do it. You have to do yeah. it. And so I'm sitting there and, I, and I'm like, is anyone going to talk to me about what, like at all? Mm-hmm. And they're like, just wait in this room. So then the guy brings me out and it's him. He's like, I don't know. He's he's just kind of a fucking boner of a mm-hmm. dude, and I mean he's in Hartford. Yeah. He's in Hartford. Let's, doing, let's be honest. Doing here. the morning. Yeah, he's not show. happy. He's, he's not, definitely not happy. He's not happy. The girl that's with him is thirty years wrong, younger, and she's totally like just disconnected. I mean, she's not. She doesn't. Yeah. I don't think gives a shit. So instead of, I mean, not only are they not like, what are we going to talk about? He literally goes, "All right, when we come back from the break, you know, just do your thing." And then he just like keeps writing down, and I go, do "What's that?" And he goes, "Yeah, when we come back from the break, do you your know, set, just take over." Yeah. And I go, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> and he goes, "Well, that's what we do here. Like, you're the comedian. We come back, and just do whatever you want." And I go, "I'm not going to say much." And he starts to like go, "Like, what do you mean?" I go, "I don't do like. What do you mean take over? Like, you think I'm going to just start going crazy on the air? Like, that's not like what you I should have said. Like, okay." Uh, I guess, uh, you know, you're not 100% familiar with my act. It's juggling, but all right, get me something and well, just, the just best, on air pretend to juggle. The best was that he, he cited another comedian. He goes, so-and-so was here a couple weeks ago and he took, all, he, got, he took all his clothes off. And I go, how did that play on the air? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, okay. And then he just started to scramble and he was like, ah, where are you from? I was like, I'm originally from Cincinnati. There you like, go. That's a he's, start. He's like, all right, so let's write it down. <laughs> and all we did for the interview, which was, you know, depending on how you want to look at it, a, a disaster or hilarious, I just made up everything. I'm going to go with know? hilarious. Uh, I was hilarious to me. Um, That's all that counts. Yeah, exactly. And he was just like in such a panic, called, called the radio or the club. And was like, he was uncooperative. And wow. he wouldn't t- I was like, okay. And that's when I started doing... Pretty soon after, a character. To yes, Bert, the, uh, Bert showed me DJ Dadmouth. Yeah, yeah, and I have such uh, respect, and uh, I mean that goes so much of what I do, and certainly used to do before anybody knew who I was. Like I would fuck with people all the time. I bet you did, and uh, but not to that extent. You had a whole character. I love it. I love the. Uh, Kind of what you're talking about, you know, with when you go to the morning zoo crew and they don't know a fucking thing about you. And Bob Odenkirk and I, when we were doing press for um, Mr. Show, and nobody knew who we were um, pretty much until we were off the air. But uh, <laughs> every time we had an unspoken understanding that if the interviewer, um, and this was easily half the time, uh, didn't know who we were, had just maybe read whatever press that they, you know, the, uh, the, um, summation or whatever that, that the person got from HBO, uh, 
and truly didn't know the any these like and, you guys are uh now now you guys are supposed to be funny you know or whatever so then yeah. we would just make shit up and i mean yeah. nothing not a true word would ever come through our lips for the whole the whole thing whether it was live tv or whether it was print just making shit up and it would uh, you can look at uh i'm sure there's tons out there of uh, old interviews where we just made everything up and, and we're just, doing it for each other and trying not to break but yeah. trying to make each other laugh and, and it's like nothing more joyful than remembering that i bet oh, it's like, the best yeah it's the best and especially when you're in the moment and uh and they're just going okay all right and uh somebody sent me i can't remember who it was but somebody found a an epk thing i did for kung fu panda where the the person it was TV. It was definitely a uh, uh, video because they sent it to me. It was like some YouTube thing. And they sent me uh, this thing where they're asking me questions, but uh, they're, they truly don't know anything about the project or me. And I just made all, I just the whole thing is a lie about uh, my character was a dentist who got transformed, who came from another world. It was live action. And then I get to go through this two dimensional thing, I whatever I don't. It was just yeah. fifteen minutes of nonsense, and then the best. and they're and they're going along with it, like, oh wow, that's interesting. So what did and what kind of dentist or whatever? They're just yeah. asking questions that uh, it's it's so much fun. Hello, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and I'm Elna Baker, and we have a new podcast. It's called Pretty Sure I Can Fly. Yep, we've teamed up with my friends and barmates from Smartless to create a podcast where we talk to folks who have more balls in a bowling alley. People who accomplish something extraordinary despite people telling them that it couldn't or shouldn't be done. You'll hear stories about the Air Force doctor who buckled into a 600-mile-per-hour rocket sled and became the fastest man on the planet. And a man who wrestles alligators and sharks for fun. Do not do this. <laughs> You'll hear about a foul-mouthed moonshiner. Got a two-inch dick and a six-inch tongue and knows how to use both of them. <laughs> and an even more foul-mouthed female stunt pilot. We got bull riders. Balloonists. Bobsledders. And big wave surfers. People who lay their balls on an anvil and hand the other fellow the hammer. Okay. I bet you've actually done that, Johnny. Maybe for sweeps. Follow Pretty Sure I Can Fly on the Wondery app. Or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Pretty Sure I Can Fly early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. Is your beer fridge feeling a little empty? DoorDash is your door to beer without the run. Whatever drink you're in the mood for, they've got you. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code BEARS24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. I mean, there's like sometimes you just don't want to leave. That's me. Once we're at a spot and we're hanging out, I just don't want to leave. And now you don't have to. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25%, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code BEARS24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply, must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. It's the most joy that I've had. Like, I eventually got to the point where I think actually with the, the character, it's that I started to sell tickets uh -huh. right? and they'd be like, I'd get there and they'd go, tickets, uh, your shows are sold out. I'd be like, okay, cool. And they go, 
don't forget tomorrow morning we're doing a uh, good morning Hartford and we're do- and I go wait well, why are we doing that and they're yeah, like n- absolutely not and they're like well it's important and I was like for who and they're like well we have a relationship I go so this is for you guys yeah and they were basically like well you know we we need you to do it and I'm like okay so that's when I I would show up in character and the best part about it the thing that I had the most fun doing is they would go the press people would be like you know what is going on why are you wearing this and what and then they would say, so tell us about your shows. And I go, I don't really focus on stand-up anymore. And they were like, um, and it would say like funny bone on it. They were like, what? <laughs> I go, it's all about the after party, you know? I throw, I go, I'm going to be DJing at this club. And, um, you know, if you want to go to the show, it doesn't matter. It's really about the club. We're going to we're gonna throw it down. And you'd see in the background, the club would be going like, why are you, like, why are you doing this? <laughs> That's great. Do you, do you know uh, John Benjamin? Yeah, H. John Benjamin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that his uh, his whole basically his whole uh, presence, his reason for living is doing that. Like doing that he to he's got. I mean, uh, he's kind of the king of that stuff. Really, and for over a decade, people have told me I look like him. Like for, a little bit. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I, got, I got tagged and you know. And, Twitter or something you open, it's just like a hundred people being like, you know who you look like? And you're like, is it someone with a beard? And then yeah, they, they, a little Jewy, a little okay. less Jewy, more Jewy. Okay. I don't know, Jewier. Okay, I yeah. see it. There you okay. go. Yeah. Um, but, but he loves to fuck with people. Oh, he's he he and I have done a couple projects together and and just sort of on occasion just stumbled into like really fucking with people hard. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, in a, in a really fun way. One great... I'm just remembering this now. Uh, I was in a doctor's office in Beverly Hills, uh, and it was a very uh, Beverly Hills-ish, like, you know, clearly wealth, and but also Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so it was like, I don't remember a whole lot of it, except for it was really a well-appointed waiting room. It was a little darker mm-hmm. than it normally would be, and... Uh, like leather couches. It's just very nice. Mm-hmm. And I've filled out my stuff and I'm in there waiting. And uh, um, this girl comes in and probably, I'm going to guess, you know, mid-20s maybe. And she's, and it's quiet, you know, it's a doctor's waiting room. Um, and she's sitting next to me on the couch and uh, she starts a phone conversation with a friend and she's you know talking at this volume and like oh my god i mean i would never ever do that oh for, please and you know just going on and on super annoying yeah talking about stupid shit and um that's i can't remember how but at somehow i saw her number or she gave her number or something i wrote it down wrote it like on my pant leg i went uh took my phone out and I texted Benjamin. I was in LA. He was in New York. And I texted Benjamin, uh, please, you know, the situation, this girl is on the phone. She's being super annoying. Please call her and tell her to be quiet. <laughs> and he <laughs> he did. So she goes, uh, wait, hang on. I'm getting, hang on. Who is this? Like, hello? And I can't hear his side of the conversation, yeah, yeah. just her side. Like, what? What are you talking about? 
who said, who are you? <laughs> and this, the whole, the whole thing goes, it goes way longer than you would expect it. It, wouldn't, it didn't go like 20 seconds. It went on for minutes yeah, and minutes. Like, I'm in the back. And I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying not to laugh. I'm trying not to react. I'm literally next to her. And she's looking around and it was, it was great. I That's know, fucking brilliant. Yeah, that was, uh, but he had her going the whole time. And, you know, I'm a doctor and. Uh, Have you he, ever, do you know Brendan Walsh? Mm-hmm. Do you know the extent of some of his fuck with people things? No. Really? Yeah, no. I think he might be the like the Hall of Fame. Like, really? I think there should be a documentary about him. All right. I mean, some. Well, he okay. worked with Benjamin quite a bit. Brendan did. Yeah, dude. Okay. I mean, I don't even know where to start, but like. Oh this... wait, no. That I'm sorry. I'm thinking of uh, somebody else. Okay. No, I'm no. I'm about... sorry. I'm thinking of um, the you know the home movies. Uh, uh, this is terrible that I'm, I mean, he's a friend of mine. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, Brendan Small. Small. Okay. So sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Brendan. But do you know Walsh? I don't. Dude. I mean. Is that, s- is that the guy who looks like Danny Masterson? Um, I mean, I guess he kind of, Walsh maybe kind of does. But. There's best Brendan Small. So Walsh. This is a very confusing this podcast. This is a bunch of people. I know. <laughs> this motherfucker, dude. So, okay. Here's one of the. I'll tell you a series of them. Yes. Because he lives for this shit. So at one point in Silver Lake, which Silver Lake, for people that don't know, east side of Los Angeles, it is like a very, within, within a city that is a, you know, a blue city, it is a progressive enclave, I would say. Like yeah, it's very a, kind of hipstery. It's very hipstery. Yeah. You know, it's the cool kids and, and mm-hmm. you know, it is its own kind of culture there. So there was a... A gay bar that on Hyperion, yeah, yeah. And then I used to live over there. I, I did too. Yeah. I lived. I lived on uh, on Hyperion. I lived so, on DeLongpre, just right uh like, right there. So I lived at one point on Silver Lake Boulevard. At one point on Hyperion. Well, that bar closed, and Brendan had a sign made that he hung up above <laughs> there that said Silver Lake Gun Club like coming soon mm-hmm. and oh, like brilliant. you know brilliant. guns guns like in la are for a lot of people they're like it's a culture of people who are like why do people have guns but silver lake mm-hmm. well then he also set up a website and a phone number and it was just for people to be like we don't want a gun club in our neighborhood and he's like it's america but brother i can do whatever i want he's hung it's just for people yeah. to complain angrily at him and i'm like well, what do you do when they call he's like i just listen to them call Mm-hmm. And then I'm just like, I can do what I want. This is a free country. And he had a site built with like an eagle that was wow, like a shitty ex, HTML. That's next level. He, uh, Circuit City closed down around there. Mm-hmm. And then he put- On Sunset, I remember that. And he put Whole Foods coming soon just so people would be excited <laughs> that a Whole Foods was <laughs> yeah. coming. Like there was no Whole Foods coming. And he would have a sign made. Yes. A big sign, I a assume. A huge, expensive sign. <laughs> How did he get it up there? I, I, the one that was, that you would also in the same neighborhood that was- amazing was if you were going on Hyperion towards Atwater Village over this bridge, Mm -hmm. there was a huge billboard that was, I mean, very high up and it it was rotating ads. Mm -hmm. And then Verizon had an an ad out about a new program for their fucking, I don't know, their phone. So what it was, um, it was like, you know, get the new whatever Verizon plan. And it was two phones and it showed a text exchange, like, I'll see you later tonight. And then the other person writes, like, can't wait to see you or something. Well, he had huge stickers 
wow. in the same color and font made, went up there wow. and placed them on the phones. And then it said, dad died. And then it says, <laughs> LOL, what? <laughs> and then it goes, what? <laughs> oh, man. And so that was up for like two weeks. You're driving oh, by like, the God, fuck is brilliant. this? It was all Walsh. He wow. would just do that. He would just, I mean, he took over like Twitter. You know, he had a Twitter account that he was playing his neglected 10-year-old son. And that's how he would like promote his dates. Like, wow, my dad left me outside and people would like interact with this kid. Like, you know, you need to call. Oh, dude, services. I got to, yeah. I need to learn more about oh, this guy. Oh, dude, he, it was, it was, but then people like that, like Walsh, you're also kind of fearful of, you know, you're always like. You're like this is hilarious, and then you're like, please don't ruin my life. <laughs> don't bring me into this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't make yeah. me the subject. Yeah, yeah. He's just, That's brilliant. He, he That's great. You. Yeah, so fucking funny, man. Um, I was at this uh, this store. Is there a Mister Show book? Yeah, yeah, there is. Right. Yeah. And I want to say because I'm I'm pulling it from memory that I think the thing that I read was that you guys like you would have these ideas for shows like for sketches. Mm-hmm. But that Bob came, since he came from SNL writing, he knew how to like hone in, like, oh, that's a good premise, but like it has to be written yeah, like this. It, uh, I learned a lot from Bob, and, and we did come from two very different schools, and my shit was all over the place. And, uh, and it really worked well the, doing it together because he's, uh, his first focus is like, in a in a in a kind of classic sketch way is like let's make this funny let's you know uh um and my stuff would be funny but it would uh be way too long too sprawling and he was able to edit and hone and i was able to take his premises which were more kind of classic sketch and it didn't really and just give him a travel like my whole thing was like let's tell a story we got four minutes so it, it really meshed together really well. Like I could take his stuff in a direction he wasn't even thinking of. Cause his, you know, again, this is like early on, but you know, his focus was kind of, you know, going from point A to point B with no, you know, diversions. And I, I would add these crazy things. I consider like for, like, I, I think I told you this before, but I consider you guys like a uh, graduate school for me. Because I, when I'm, I moved to LA. Well, you, you will get accredited. I will get accredited. Yeah, in this? yeah. You didn't know that. Yeah. If you go watch all episodes of Mister Show yeah. and the DVD commentary, DVD yes. commentary is like getting a, a, you know, I don't know about college, but MFA is that right? I think it's MFA. Yeah. <laughs> is that the high one? Yes. Cum sum sum laude. That's yeah. Whatever that's... it happens, the highest level of college or university. That's what you get. You it's get how it. you officially become a comedian. You get labeled a comedian. Well, yeah, and, and dues. Yes. You have to pay you dues. You have to pay dues. Physical dues, you know, yeah. and I'm happy to take Bitcoin. That's fine. Oh, okay. Um, or hats. Nothing physical, though. Um, uh, like, it's something that's like an NFT. That's something that okay. I can't hold in my hand. But you can still sell. But somebody, yeah. Well, somebody can tell me the idea of it exists, and I go, okay, how much would you like for that? And then I'll sign over my house. <laughs> Dude, the that's, thing that's our specialty yeah. here okay great yeah and uh um yeah all that you get accredited you can go uh you can actually teach in some uh some islands in the west indies uh yeah. teach comedy writing whatever anything you want yeah 
you take it, whatever. Yeah. I would language, love to do that. Another language. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer a peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. The thing about buying jewelry is you really don't know what you're getting into. You don't know what you're looking at often. And the great thing about working with Blue Nile is you have somebody who's a true expert that can help guide you along the way so you don't feel lost, so you know what these diamond grades are. You know you're getting real value. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you don't, they offer 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Uh, do you speak other languages? Um, I, I mean, all of them, really. I can't say well. Yeah. But, uh, um, Sitao. Whoa. Yeah. What was that? Um, I, somebody tell me. I don't know. Okay. Look it up. Do another uh, one. Um, Harg. Wow. That's Nordic. Sure. Yeah. I think. That's squeezing one out in Nordic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, farts are fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. The fart gag in um Todd Margaret is is probably my favorite of all fart gags of all things ever. That thank you. That one was uh I, I know there's some things that are really specific to English audiences, but yeah. uh that one you because you know about the Yorkshire killer, the Yorkshire Ripper. <laughs> Uh, That's no. a real guy. No, and it's a re- it's still a real sensitive topic to to some folks. So really? when I was doing like I'm just ripping him, <laughs> yeah, and the and he's so the Yorkshire Ripper <laughs> was a guy who was a serial killer in the mid to late seventies and uh, and killed a bunch of people. This there guy. he is, Peter Sutcliffe. Yeah, um, he looks nice in a tux. I'll tell him. I'll tell you that. He, you know why would he feel the need to murder? Look at him. He's got a good head on his shoulders. Get, look, look at all those women. Yeah. You see. Um, yeah, but they probably weren't. First of all, I want to say this about serial killers: they're mm-hmm. not all bad. There's a two sides of the story. Absolutely. Well, then, the depopulation control is part of it. And they and like there's some of them like have other fun sides to them. And then not all victims were all great people. Let's just say that. And Tom, let's remember what we were taught as kids. Do not judge a book by its cover. Exactly. All right? Right. Don't judge a book by its cover, even if it kills a serial in a way. In a way. Serialized yeah. way. Serialized way. Yeah. I mean, you're trying to tell me that each of these women was a saint? I don't believe. I don't know enough about them. I don't like the looks of the one in the middle there. I don't like what she's bringing to the table. Oh, the eyes on uh, C12, you mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm not into I'm that I'm clearly either. judging a book by its cover, though. I'm yeah. going against my <laughs> own, your, your uh, own son of a bitch. He got me. He did Peter get Sutcliffe you. got me. Peter, you son of a... Is he still alive? No, oh, he's dead. He died. Okay, yeah. sorry. Um, Too bad. Too bad. So, oh, he died just recently. Oh, when? 2020. Oh, yeah. Um, just, just in time. He, COVID came and he's like, I'm out of here. I got to go. Enough. I just got out of prison. There's some people that 
uh, bit it during COVID that were like career criminals that you're like, wow, just did like him, uh, Bernie Madoff, who just mm -hmm. fucking took, I don't know how many billions from people. And then he was just like, oh, you caught me. I'm going to die now. <laughs> just dead. Yeah. He's gone. So wait, you were saying though that the people in that area are still very sensitive. There's some, yeah, it's a, it's still a thing. Like even to do it, like the actor who played the, uh, the owner of the, the football club, um, uh, he was like kind of a, uh, also a classic actor who, you know, in the way that didn't get today's kids comedy, you know, yeah. you know and, uh, like even he was a little, like he took the gig obviously, but he sure. was a little like, uh, I don't find this funny. Can I ask thing. you this about when, cause like, I like that show and things that you've done so much. Do you ever get, I always wonder like, you know, when we see the final product and it works so well and you're like, Oh, this, you know, it's fucking like, it's hilarious. Right. You're just enjoying it. I'm saying as a consumer, mm -hmm. are there, is it common that you're on set and someone's just like either playing it wrong or like, I don't get this. And you have to go, no, 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 like the character is doing it like this. And they're like, that doesn't make, like, does that happen with some of these? Well, I wouldn't say it's common, but sometimes it, you know, it sometimes does. you you definitely get somebody who doesn't get the joke, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, we had that on, on Mr. Show. Uh, uh, you know, there is, uh, there were some people who were really kind of good at what they did, but they didn't, and we cast them for a reason, I guess, but they didn't, they weren't. They didn't get the tone. And as you as you say, they don't know the finished product. You're sitting on a set and you're doing it, you know, 40 different times and different sizes and angles and stuff and and don't don't get exactly why it's funny. Like the way we would laugh right. at it. They're sure. not seeing that part of it. And so but but they'll still professional enough to just do their job. Yeah, and they want the gig and they're they again, they were they auditioned, they were hired for a reason and yeah. you know. Um I, I remember I'm not going to say who it was, but I worked with somebody on a a project that I wrote and directed. I wasn't in it um, for uh, uh, English uh, television. Um, uh, and who would occasionally put the cadence... Uh, like the cadence was wrong on a on a line. This happened a couple times, and I had to work out this thing with the script supervisor, where it was like a code, where because it the, the number one thing you don't want to do is, uh, and I hate it as an actor, is when the director comes over and gives you a line reading. Yeah. It's really kind of humiliating and and uh, condescending in a way, and um, and sometimes if I'm getting it wrong, I'll just say, "How do you want me to say it?" If I'm if I'm not right. doing it the way you want, just tell me how you do it. I will do it that way. But it rarely gets to that point. But I had this one actor who couldn't... I'll tell you when we're done with this, who okay. it was. <laughs> but uh, who just... So I had this thing worked out with a script supervisor where I'd go, hey, uh, and I'd, I'd repeat it, the line... Uh, you know, like, hey, did we get this line when blah, blah says, da, 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 so I could say it, then the script supervisor, then she'd say it back to me. And it, when I talked to the script super, supervisor like about this, like how to say it, this is what we're going to do. And, uh, but it's, it's, I don't know why I brought this up. Sorry. No, no, it's okay. Did the, did the actress like, or actor take offense or know no, what was that? No. And, but did they then do it well or no. the way you, no, no. still no. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can only do so much. Yeah. And they're like, all right, I give it a shot. You're like, we tried. But it was, but there were also things like, haven't you, have you talked before? Have you had a conversation where oh, yeah. who would say, nobody says this, nobody. I had one of the, the worst experiences that I've had acting was I booked a commercial campaign that mm. never aired. Okay. Oh dear. But I was That's 20... how bad it was? That's how well, bad you were. Fucking, I don't know. It, well, it was Well, with... let's come on. Let's well, it's time to face up to some truth. This, it could be it could be that it was me. But it was also with Jared from Subway before he before or during. Well, we would we were sharing videos, but mine I was like <laughs> these this girl's 19, bro. Um no, but so we were doing this uh this huge campaign. Now wait, Tom, hang yeah. on a second. Yeah. Have you thought about like while we were doing this, was he trying to fuck thirteen year olds? I've like, thought while it. you were doing the like in the in the did did this I shoot mean, take over uh, take place over a couple of days? Oh yeah, yeah. So he was probably going home. He and probably was trying to fuck a thirteen year old. He could have been. I mean, I mean he could have been. We did share a pizza, and that was cool. Did it? Did it taste like young cum? It did, it did, <laughs> All right, it did, that's enough. It did. That's enough of that. Stop it. It did. Stop it. it. Did he was? Um, I don't know what that tastes like. What does it taste like? You know, it 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 kind of tastes kind of sweet. It's good for a reason. Sweet in like a like the taste bud way, or sweet in like a oh sweet in that you've never come harder. Like it's it's it is. It's a special, special place to be, I think. Like, All right, you're under arrest. Okay. <laughs> the commercial is under arrest. This podcast is under arrest. This, All right, go ahead. Was, Sorry. I no, no, no. It was... Um, I want to hear about you and Jared. Jared, great guy. First of all, I don't know about these charts. Uh, <laughs> you ruined his life. You ruined his life, Tom. He, um, you know, it's funny. Like, you book it. And here's the campaign, just so you know, because I think that you'll enjoy this. Jared could only promote healthy sandwiches because the whole reason he got the sure. gig was he used to weigh like 500 pounds and he's mm -hmm. like all i did was eat like uh turkey like the turkey sub right and so when he does commercials he can only be like hey the turkey sub and then they go we need someone that can promote our unhealthy stuff which is and that's almost all of their yeah and that's food. where you come in tom right <laughs> so the uh the commercial campaign was that he's... Oh, look at that photo on the upper right. Whole, yeah. Whole new... Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think of that one. Oh, you got um, rid of it. Okay, smart. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Smart! <laughs> <laughs> That's him with a fan. Mm -hmm. um, so, so they're like, you're going to play his brother. And then when he's promoting the turkey sub... You can be like, oh, how about the chicken parmesan sub? You know, like so that you can, we can promote healthy and. Sure, it makes sense. And I'm like, great. So they're like, you're going to be, um, you're going to be his, uh, his brother, Jerome. And I really did tell, I go, I think that's kind of a black guy's name. This is what I told the marketing people. I was mm -hmm. 25 years old. And they were like, really? I go, I mean, yeah, I think that's, that's kind of a black guy's name. There are white Jeromes, but I think most there people. There must be. There are, but I'm like, yeah. I think most people think black guy. I didn't so they, when you said it, I didn't. They come back and they go, we had a meeting with our staff and they all agreed that Jerome is kind of a black name. And I go, okay. And they go, so your new name is Jermaine. And I was like, that's so much blacker. <laughs> so then we shoot the, uh, we started shooting the commercials 
for real, Jermaine. They changed Jerome to Jermaine because they couldn't think of another J J like Jerry, Jason, Jason, know. yeah, uh, James, Gen- James, Jennifer, anything, uh, yeah, Jamilian, any Jamaraquai, Jam- Jansen, P Jaquel, Quinesimidin, yeah, yeah. None okay. of them go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. So we go. All right. Um, you know, we're shooting these ads, and my name is Jermaine <laughs> Fotarius. <laughs> I'm Jerry's uh, younger brother. <laughs> That's fucking unbelievable. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So we're shooting these fucking things, and um yeah one day his his he has like a buddy that hangs all the time mm-hmm. and they're like yeah they're talk they're pissed they think jared's gaining weight and they they don't want him to have, you know he can't he had to, he had to stay within a certain weight range and he had put on a few pounds i guess the, uh, this is the friend talking or the, the friend the company no the okay, friend, friend. yeah the friend's like yeah and then i was like oh you know, I'm new. It's like my first day shooting this thing. I'm like, yeah, I, I, you look great, man. And then he's like, thanks, man. You want to get a pizza? And I was like, sure. <laughs> so we start eating pizza. And we're shooting the commercial. Oh, this goes back to you, you talking about um, how sometimes an actor's not doing mm-hmm. what you want him to do. So whatever. Jared's not in this thing. I'm shooting this thing with um, the director. And he's like, and action? And I'm like, you know, these subs? And he goes, no, no, no. Uh, go like, you know, these subs are like, I go, oh, I go, so these subs? He's like, no, 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 no. Be like, these subs. Oh, Jesus. Are. And he starts doing that. And dude, we get to like 20 times in a row. And I'm like, I, I don't know what's yeah. what's going on. I don't know what's happening. And he's like, hey, you know, you're not, it feels like, you know, you're not like really doing like what you were doing. You know what I mean? Like you really got to like, change it up and i'm like what the fuck it's like our first shot and we're mm-hmm. gonna do 10 commercials wow so we're gonna shoot a, a whole campaign a whole campaign so and they cast you yeah you, dude over did, yeah. it was a long process dude like yeah. to, to get a campaign oh those like things that, are the worst i doing, mean it was like even just vo is a excruciatingly long I've, process it's so surprising but, but the but the thing was on day like three grooving a little better i finally do something where he's like that's who I booked. That you're. That's why we booked you. Because mm-hmm. what you're doing right now, this is fucking hilarious. And I'm like, all right, man. Like, thanks. And then I go to talk to one of the producers that is like, I think either from Subway or from the marketing company that's... And I go, hey, when we shoot the rest of these, oh, do we have different directors? Are they, are they all going to be with this fuckhead? <laughs> and they're like, no, there'll be different directors. I go, thank God. And I was such an amateur... I didn't realize that I was mic'd up. Oh. And everybody heard it, including oh. the director. Oh. <laughs> that was. Oh. And then at lunch, I, I got a talking to. Wait, tell me about the talking to. I want to hear about that. He goes, uh, he goes, hey, let me talk to you. Because you're fi- internally, you're fighting like being, you're kind of nervous and this is weird, but you're also, your gut is telling you like, fuck these people. Fuck, and fuck him. And, yeah. You know, like, I also think. I mean, I realized how inex- I was very inexperienced when yeah. that happened, right? But like, it's potentially, so people know, a lot of money. Man, you book one of those things, that's, that's a big paycheck. Not only was it it's guaranteed money to shoot mm-hmm. the 10, but then it was against residuals, meaning like as they start airing, then you'll make more. Yeah. And, and then, then Subway signed me to this thing where they're like, you'll do appearances yeah. 
So I'm 25 it's years old. Huge money, money you've never seen before. And it, and it was like, yeah. I mean, life changing at the time. Yeah, yeah, money. And I'm like, and this guy's like, I mean, he's you're talking about line readings. He's cutting me off in the middle of everything oh, I'm saying. Really rude. Not and then right. he's like, how come you're not doing like what you were doing in the audition? And I'm like, what the fuck am I like? And I'm like, I'm. I don't have clarity on what he wants. I'm yeah, like that's also, around. I mean, not only is that shitty uh, behavior just, you know, in a, outside of that setting, but that's a, that's a bad, that's bad directing. Cause he's not going to get the thing he wants from you. The thing he needs, that's just poor, stupid, you know, that's amateur too. It was our last exchange was, it went pretty poorly. Um, it was at this lunch thing. This was the last thing we, we had. This is the last personal conversation we had that wasn't, on a set, mm -hmm. he pulls me aside and I could tell he's pissed and I'm putting together that he heard. Like, oh, I'm, you don't know. I yet. don't know exactly. Oh, yet, no. okay. So oh, he's like, right. you know, he's like, how do you think it's going? And I'm like, fine. Yeah. Whatever. That thing was fun. And I'm trying to be cool. He's like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. You know, when you get back um, to LA, maybe get in some acting classes, you know, that may think, I think that would help. I go, do you think it would help? And he goes, yeah. And I go, have you ever directed anything before? <laughs> and he goes, I've been directing for like 20 something years. And I go, I couldn't tell. Wow. And then he was like, okay, so let's try to have like a nice, like, you know, well, like he just, he changed it and was mm -hmm. like. You know, He'd made the decision when he's having yeah, that conversation. Yeah. You're yeah. done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now the re and the crazy thing is I didn't know, like these ended up, we ended up shooting a few of these. Mm-hmm. And they got them to a place they were happy with. The C, like the CFO of marketing of Subway, mm -hmm. resigned, not related to the commercial, like resigned mm -hmm. from his like job. That's how bad you were. That's how bad I was. <laughs> and then a new guy came in and just killed all the campaigns they were doing because they had like multiple right. things going. Killed them all. I didn't know. My agent didn't know. A friend of mine was who like, reads business news read that and was like hey there's a new marketing director at subway so does that mean your campaign is dead and i was like what the fuck are you talking about and i called my agent he's like i have no i've never heard of that and then he calls he's like yeah your friend's right the campaign's dead so yeah. but you got guaranteed money right i Some. only no i i no. only got the amount i ended up making like you know a nice chunk of change for a little but i didn't get the but man you were sign. seeing like oh my god i'm gonna be a millionaire i was spending money thing. i didn't have yeah 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 it fucking it fucked me up and then i followed that guy because i wanted to send something i was hoping he was dead by now I the wanted, director yeah, yeah i wanted to send something like rude at, to the funeral <laughs> service Jesus, how petty and vindictive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to send this, because you know they they have, like, they do photos of, um, of like, a somebody's image. Yeah, yeah. At, yeah. at a memorial service. They put on service. easel. I, I, I was, I want to have one made of all my specials, like, all the, the and oh, and then just have my net worth at the bottom and right. just have it at the memorial service. And do you, <sighs> so you missed that opportunity, but do you. He's do still you, alive. Oh, he's still alive. Yeah, I can still do it. So you could send it to his house. Yeah, that's true. Or be, get a big, get your friend Brendan to get a billboard across the street. That's a good idea. With just plastered. And then 
uh, a transcript of this conversation. That'd be great. Yeah. And then the same thing with your specials. Yeah, your that'd be so fun. Yeah. And your net worth can be on a digital clock that changes, Digi- that rises oh, like, like the, the deficit. Like the deficit. <laughs> yeah. such a good idea. It just keeps spinning. Dude, and, that's such a good idea. And attached to the digital clock is a fan. So every time the numbers move, there it's like a analog. <laughs> so every time the numbers move, it, it's, it makes a breeze. So he's actually thankful for the breeze because it's hot. Right, Dude. but he now it's like a, I don't know. I want to get rid of that. But every time Tom Segura makes more money, I I'm cooled down, and it's a pleasant experience. So what do I do? And I feel like I finally understand how you guys wrote sketches. I came with a very <laughs> linear idea, and then there you, you threw a lot yes. of like extra into it. There you go. Now it's a great bit. What was the thing that we riffed? When I was on your mother's house, we riffed some really funny thing. I can't remember what it I was. I remember, Han. It was... It was like you had to go to a urologist I went to a, or something? a surgeon for a procedure, and then you reduced my dick size. <laughs> right. And I was like, that had nothing to do it. And you were like, I was down <laughs> right. there, though. But I was already down there. Oh, man. And that made the, me laugh. Yeah, that, that was really funny. That was funny. a fun riff. And I'm like, I thought you were just doing... I thought you were just doing like my hernia. And you're like, yeah, but we were there. So we just took care. Yeah. Anyway, so you're going to heal up. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Why would you do that to my dick? Um, ah, memories. Yeah, it's a good time. I love also this. It's really when I was here last, yeah. you had just gotten in here. Yeah. And it was pretty bare and I mean, really bare bones. But yeah. it's uh, it's really it's come a long way. Yeah, I would a- expect more to have been finished in the long time it is it takes everything it takes well it doesn't have to you're just choosing to i don't know hire lazy people whatever not lazy but not you know what are the we're working three hours i a think day the and, word is texans yeah um, yeah yeah jesus i mean people move here for a reason i mean know? it's so fucking slow man it's slow Every, like I, you can you can call people and you go hey um I want to buy a place. I can, can I buy a, an apartment? Mm-hmm. And they're like, so you're, you're saying like, I would like to do business. And they're like, oh, sounds great. And then you go, great. So they're like, let me get back to you. And then that'll be like on a Wednesday. So Friday you go, hey, uh, do you have anything? And they go, oh, we, uh, we made some calls and we'll just get back to you. That's the Soon. that's Texas's like, motto what is the fuck. We don't have to care. We're <laughs> Texas. We don't have to care. I swear to God, it's not. Ne- People are only here for the tax break. It's so much slower than I'm. That's the biggest adjustment. I mean, do you guys find that too? Like the slow. Absolutely. It's yeah. so much fucking slower. It's um. It, I have a house in upstate New York in a very rural small town, um, surrounded by other small rural towns, and. I love it. It's beautiful. Been up there for about 16 years. And, Damn, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. I got it. Uh, I bought property and had a house built on it. Um, uh, middle of nowhere. It's, it's awesome. I, I you know. Uh, but if anything, if you need anything, and I mean any work done, anything, and uh, I've had the heat go out and the, and the winter is, you know, can be very harsh up there. And, uh, um, and people, I've had, I, what was it? I had, uh, um, I needed something done. Oh, I had a squirrel, flying squirrel infestation in the walls of um, the bedroom and had to have the, the you know, the, the ceiling pulled down and, uh, you know, 
all, all kinds of crazy shit. It's awful. It was, it was one of the nastiest things I've ever seen. And, uh, um, and then redone and then the, just re put the wood back up. And, uh, and I had to go through three, eventually three people, just uh, people who were like, yeah, I'll do it. And pe yeah. people I knew from, uh, just being up there and, you know, they do kind of handyman carpentry, all kinds of, uh, you know, jack of all trade type stuff up there. Um, a guy who, uh, I paid for the wood, brought the wood, had it outside under like a little tarp and, uh, and it just stayed there. Just stayed just in there, like, until like, you know, I called him like five times, like, Steven, are we, what's going on, man? He's like, oh yeah, yeah, no, I'll get to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, well, this week in the tune, uh, you know, and just, and I, I, I can't, I need, this is a huge hole in my yeah. ceiling and yeah. I, I got to put yeah. this in these like, yeah. And then I would get somebody else and you ask around and people, uh, you know, now the internet's a lot more helpful now. You can go on the the Facebook page for the town and people will go, oh yeah, F that guy, just yeah. get this, you know, somebody across in Pennsylvania, they'll come over and do it. Um, but still anything, plowing, anything, uh, it's, they don't but give a shit. At least, at least in your case, that is this rural kind of out of the way yeah, No, place. absolutely, yeah. It, here, it, there's no excuse here, yeah. Dude, okay. Yeah. We went, like, we had to make a decision, and we debated, and we are like, we're going to do this fence. It's kind of an elaborate fence, but it's a fence for the home, right? That is, like, meaning that, like, it has different materials, and and, and it's more than just, like, posts, mm -hmm. okay? It's a gaudy it's fence. A, it's a gaudy fence. It has pictures of my specials on it. It's pretty mm -hmm. cool. And your so, net worth. Yeah, and the it, it clock ticks Great, it great. So I was like, definitely, let's show it off. And we, we pulled up, right, let's do it. We hire this crew guy's great it's may of last year and as it's like going on i'm like hey you know i'm leaving town for like seven weeks do you think that this will be done when i get back and he's like pretty good chance which would be sometime in august because i left in june mm -hmm. okay. we are entering march and it is not complete and i go like i i actually i went for the thing where I would get angry, like, I go, what the fuck is going on? And now I just wave when I see them. Right. How's it going, guys? It's <laughs> no conversation to be had. And because I already heard, like, the well, the thing is, well, you also hear a lot of this. You go, you hear a, well, and then that's how an explanation starts. There's mm -hmm. a big whelp, and then there's a team, there was gas, and they didn't show when they were supposed to. To be fair, I though, mean, you your house sits on 7,000 acres. Yeah, so but the, the fence, it's not a small fence. The fence is only two thousand acres, though. It's not the whole. Yeah, property. that's uh, so. Oh, I'm sorry. So you're you have a fence about you have a roughly a little under a third of your property fenced off, Just and to, then I don't want them to get too close. So I I don't I mind see. if people are on the. Okay, they can do pheasant hunting eat and their things olives like that. on the outside. I just don't right. want them to get. Do you have an olive tree? I do. I keep, but I keep it way out there because I think they're gross. But they're disgusting because yeah. they're fresh. But you like the you like cold press extra virgin, virgin fr shitty olives. No, but the olive oil. You like olive oil. I do oil. like olive oil. Yeah. Is that weird? You think? No, because you like the subconsciously you like the physical violence it takes to the <laughs> olive to put the olive through to get its That's life true. force, its life juice, the juice squeezed of the out of it. Yeah, and I like to imagine that. Act that yeah, violent yeah, yeah. act. That's why you like the olive oil. Do you have a food that you hate? Um, 
I'm sure I do. Let me think. I don't like cranberry sauce. I really. Oh, and uh, and uh, sweet potatoes, which is I'm from the south, and that's there's a lot of sweet potatoes and things. Of, I, don't I don't like hate. cranberry. I don't like cranberries. I don't like cranberry sauce. I don't like it anywhere near anything. And when it's also on Thanksgiving, everyone's always like, "Here's the special treat," and I'm like, "It's not for me though." And and most people don't like it, and that will not admit it. We yeah. have an entire country of liars of liars yeah uh, that are perpetuating this stupid bullshit myth that cranberry sauce is amazing Ugh, it's infuriating they're trying to prop up the 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 least pleasant berry i kind of feel this way about um that i feel like a raspberry is delicious but raspberry sauce on a like a dessert i'm like you could put that off oh like, I, I disagree i'm really? the opposite i don't like raspberries but you do like raspberry i sauce. do like raspberry sauce Interesting. on pancakes or waffles or something wow. yeah okay i like a, i like raspberry sauce i don't like just a the handful berry of berries nah what about blueberries yeah they're all right blackberries yeah strawberries yes yeah yeah <laughs> Come on. I do like a good strawberry. Come on. Thank you. Is that? Thank you for reaching inside, <laughs> deep inside and finding that. I'm is, a better person for it. Oh, uh, man. That's what we do here. Um, L- it, lives are being changed. I mean, people, there's people right people now. People's lives are, like, are being changed. There will be a new, uh, watch. There will be a news article next week about you and, and berries. <laughs> okay. I promise. Someone's I keep forgetting here. the uh, massive reach this thing has. Oh, berries are coming. The berries are in the news. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're about to be. You're speaking in... Future tense in the present, but when this thing goes this, out. Oh, yeah. Yes. You listen to me. Berries are going to be in the news. Okay. Have you ever gotten sick up? Does upstate New York area where the house where you have the place, does that have like a, a picture berries? Is that like a, is that berry country? Are there? No, not no? really. Um, no. There's a lot of farms there, uh, but not, no, no real berries. Is, is there any food that is like, except like that you can get? just in that farm area that is exceptionally good? You know, because they uh, grow it there or something? I mean, like turtle eyes. There's a lot of turtle, turtle eyes. Yeah, we get turtle eyes. Have you seen that video of that turtle <laughs> getting <laughs> That's killed? That's the greatest thing about living in the present day is that you can make up some bullshit thing and then the next response is, have you seen that video? <laughs> <laughs> of that guy and everybody has the same response? I have no idea what you're talking about. There but is of a course. video that went fucking crazy viral of a guy and he has a turtle and he's like bathing it no he's bathing it right and everyone's like oh like this this guy's taking the turtle to the turtle spa today Mm. and then he just fucking cracks its back splits it open chops it and then like makes a uh you know a dish and you're just everybody's like what the fuck because turtles are adorable and i don't think we've ever seen if it's a chicken, you go, yeah, people do this. Right, chickens. right. But this turtle thing, and it also starts, it's a slow build. It's a slow. Is it like in his bathtub or it's something? It's like, no, it's, oh, um, it that's definitely not it. Oh. Um, it's, uh, it's, I think it was on Twitter and it was, well, it I don't looked like one of stuff. these, no, it looked like one of these, um, you know how like men with pot is a thing where it's like. A guy is out in I nature. Do, I don't. Tom, okay. I don't know. This men is like with a pot. men with pot uh, uh, is like um, a huge account where a guy is out. Like there's a stream, right? And mm-hmm. then he has a knife, and then he goes and he cuts garlic, and then he starts a fire. And it's like it's very stylistic. Oh, pot for cooking, yeah. not weed. Yes. Okay, got it. Got yeah, it. and it's it's very stylistically done, and it mm-hmm. draws you in. It make you watch it, and you go, "I'm going to do that." And of yeah, course, yeah. you don't fucking do it. And this guy is doing kind of a similar thing where it's like. 
turtle. And he's like, like throws water and the turtle is just like, you know, chilling. Like Thanks. Cute. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yeah. And then you just see him peel oh, the God. shell off and you're like, what And it's fuck? alive. Yeah. I mean, I, or I, he has just killed it. Or maybe something. he's just yeah. killed it. It's it. There's never a harder transition in emotion <laughs> that I felt Great. than looking, than like seeing this turtle that I don't know. Turtles are one of those animals that everybody, I think, thinks is adorable you know like you see a turtle and you're like that's a cute animal mm-hmm. and the swing to him being like this yeah. is dinner you're like yep. oh fuck yeah yes and if you're wondering yes yes it's delicious it is good yeah uh that reminds me i when i i just moved to la and uh i'd been there for about a year i'd say and i moved from boston i'd never really spent any time you know right into hollywood you know uh baptism by fire type thing and then uh some friends in th- that i'd made uh we had done some project me and a friend rob cohen and we finished and some other friends friends of his finished and we were like we're gonna uh go to cabo san lucas and uh just spend you know like four or five days there and i'd never been on a luxury thing i never had any money and i was like this is gonna be great and I think there were five of us, and we booked a, uh, you know, a, a deep sea fishing oh, thing, yeah. uh, uh, um, marlin or you know, whatever it was. Yeah. And uh, um, and we're like five kind of pasty white guys mm-hmm. from you know Hollywood writers, comedy writers, and we were saying to the boat when they went out it was father son, and then the uh, an assistant they had, but it was. Uh, Hey, if we catch something, uh, we want to release it and we want to, you know, we don't want to, we just want to catch it, take a picture and then let's put it back in and all that stuff. And they're like, okay, okay. And, uh, you know, just nodding. Uh huh. Yeah. You understand, right? Yes. See, see, yes, yes. Um, okay. And we go out there and we're out there for hours and it's, you know, big fucking rig, you know, those massive, yeah. uh, fishing poles that are in those holders and it's, and it took all of us like and isn't 20 it minutes. It's so exhausting. It's, it really, really tiring. I've done it and a few times. I like couldn't believe it either. Rowing, you know, pulling something and your, that your arms oh, are it's, burning, and you're like, and you're out in the sun, and yeah. you're drunk, and you're, you know, and you're just like, oh, and it was great. And we all literally, we would switch, you know, somebody get in the seat and do twenty minutes, and then finally got in this big, beautiful marlin, and we get it up, we get in the thing, and immediately, as soon as it's coming, they run down, push us out of the way like physically push us, bring it in and start beating the shit out of it, beating it with a club, a bloody club and just beating it to death. We're like, uh, Hey, and just beating the fuck out of it because that's, you know, that's 300, $400 for them. Sure. And we're going like, Hey, uh, so if we do catch a a fish, can we, can you take $400 out of your pocket and throw it into the water, (laughs) please? please? And, uh, and, it, and I remember just all of us like, oh, no, <laughs> just beat the fuck out of it to death, bloody. <laughs> and we're standing like in its eyes blood. popping yeah. out of its head. Yeah. And you're like, this is cool. And so quickly, just running yeah. down. And it and it also became clear, like, they've done that. They've had this conversation and scenario a hundred times where people are like, and we don't want to hurt the fish, please, sir. We want to <laughs> so, put it back. Oh, yep. of course. Okay. Yeah. Of course. Yep. Got it. We know. Yeah. My... um my cousins, when I was in, my mom's from Peru, so I would go down there a lot. And, you know, you just realize that certain things that are th- the norm 
here yeah they are just like when you like even i mean probably now i guess maybe vegetarian is probably more common but when i was a kid if you were like i don't eat meat or pork i'd be like what <laughs> like, mm-hmm. huh well you're not gonna eat that. yeah and and they <laughs> there's only so much ceviche they took us to a slaughterhouse one time but for not, dinner no jesus not, just not even to like <laughs> just for a punishment just like you want to see something <laughs> like that <laughs> and we put on like knee-high boots i remember oh. because there's just blood and guts everywhere i was probably 13 and 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 we're just like standing there and you just see an animal just get disemboweled and why the fuck would your this is your parents no oh, no oh. just like co- the cousins you know oh and cousins sure cousins well they're different. probably having fun with the americans too probably yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they did a number of things that were you know cancelable yeah and um and I was like, well, Peru has been canceled. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's in rough shape. Um, <laughs> but then we literally leave there and they're like, do you want to get the hamburger? And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, you know, that was just like, they didn't get swayed by right. the things that would, I think, affect. The thing, have you ever driven, um, you know, LA to San Francisco and you go through, oh, yeah. what is it, Har- uh, Harrisford? What is it, the, the huge, um, uh, cattle ranch that's yeah, on the yeah five. on the five yeah because you can smell it before you that's, see it that's the thing yeah. that is off-putting let it's less about the slaughterhouse stuff because they have that big restaurant there it's massive and there's nothing else around if you've yeah. ever been it's nothing from you know miles and miles and miles but this huge cattle ranch and uh um and people are like, oh, it's, you know, fresh hamburgers. It fucking stinks of shit. Like, I don't, so. I'm not stopping here. It could be the greatest, tastiest steak, but it stinks of it death stinks and so, shit. It stinks so, so strong. It's and so strong. It stinks before you see anything. So, like, you're just driving yes. and you're always like. It's like Iowa. You're like, did you fart? And then, and then. Basically, a few minutes later, you're like, yeah. "Oh, oh, it's oh, yeah. Iowa has a very strong stench." Uh, the entire state, yeah. You, you, as you enter Iowa and now, you don't is, see anything around, you you're seem like, like a big Cedar Rapids guy. Am I wrong? Uh, I mean, it's my number one place of oh, all time. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I own a large chunk of it. Again, Bitcoin. Thank Bitcoin. you. Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, uh, I actually, I think I am playing Cedar Rapids. Really, I believe. I'm not sure, but I think I'm in Cedar oh, Rapids. They have the turtle video. Oh, and <laughs> in Cedar Rapids, <laughs> it's the home of this turtle video. This is, um, or if I'm not in Cedar, I am but in. This is Iowa. how it starts. No, see? I don't want to see no, 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 it. No, 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 I don't no, want to see don't, it. Don't show them that. I'm saying I don't this is how see it starts, though. Just show them how it's like how it starts. It starts. Don't do that shit where you're like, "This is how it starts." No, no, no. See how he's doing. That. Okay, stop, 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 <laughs> stop, stop, stop. But that's how it starts, right? You're like, they're like, "Oh, it's a turtle." It's, and you're he's like, giving it a scrub. You're like, "Oh, he's just that's so cute. He takes care of his turtle, and this just ends in massacre." Um, do you think he was like, "Hey, hey, videotape this shit. This is gonna be great." <laughs> no, when you see the guy, you totally get that. It's like those guys on. It's not even. Like, I don't want to say those guys in the boat who are like, "This is, uh, this is money." This is like he's like, "This is what I eat all the time." Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, look, logically, it's an Asian guy, and I, I think oh, it's, that's it. It Tom, changes. Everything. I cannot be they, a part know, of this. this I'm is, not going to be. Look, look, why do we have to we go there? Eat different food, okay? <laughs> Bobby turtle Lee's soup. been here. Yeah, turtle soup, shark fin soup, soup. It's. Have you had shark fin soup? I haven't. I heard. From, it's supposed to be great, right? Well, here's the thing. It's very um, 
exclusive. Yeah. But I've heard that unless you have a taste for it, most people would be like, I don't think I would like it. I don't think I would like it either. I like seafood, but I don't think I would yeah. like shark fin soup. No, there's some seafood. I don't like It's supposed conch. to be like a great honor if somebody serves you shark fin soup, you know? Maybe it's just a uh, really, maybe one of the longest practical jokes that's been played on humanity. Really? Going back hundreds and hundreds of years, a, th- a thousand years. Give that asshole shark fin soup. Tell yeah. him it's good. Tell, Tell him, him it's, it's an honor. Tell, Tell him it's, it's an, an honor. honor. Tell him it's a thousand dollars. Hey, can I go to the bathroom? Absolutely. Okay, I'm going to yeah. take a piss real quick. Piss break. You peed. Um, I was saying that when I uh, when I was in New York, I did um, Brooklyn, and I actually got had like it was like a dream come true to me. I had DJ Premier from Gangstar mm-hmm. DJ the show. Wow! Bro- Wait, DJ, you were the, how, how does that work? So he does a uh, he's basically the first act. Okay. So it's like people get seated and there's house music playing, uh-huh. and then. I would go either Voice of God or even on, on some of the shows I came out. Mm-hmm. And so, which is like weird, right? Like you're yeah. the person you came to see walk. And I go, I don't normally do this. And I just gave him an introduction. And then he would do a set. He would do like a 20, 30 minute set. Oh, and, but he cool. would do like involve the audience, do sing along stuff. Um, that's great. One of my favorite things he would do is he would take a very like popular song in hip hop and then strip it down and and then break it all the way down to the song that they sampled. So it would mm-hmm. be like some seventies. Oh, but know, he he would go in like yeah, and then piece put by it, piece and then put yeah. it back together. Oh, so very just cool. cool stuff like that. What's and his name? DJ Premier. DJ Premier. Yeah, so he did that um, on a couple of the shows, which was so fun to watch. And then when he was done, uh, he would introduce the first comic and play them on, and it was just like, it was just like a special thing we did for the New York week. That sounds really cool. That was fucking. I'm rad. gonna do, uh, on the second leg. Uh, I should say if you go, if you do, if you are interested in uh, in seeing my show, and you go to officialdavidcross.com uh, to to get the dates, that's only the first leg. We're going to do three. Uh, the second leg will be announced. I think uh, I don't know when this comes out, but this shortly. comes out. Yeah, three thirteen. Yeah. Oh, it'll be announced by then. Okay. So, uh, um, yeah, there'll be there's three legs. So so if There'll be the New York show because you you know you get people you put your stuff up and yeah. you're like hey how come you're not doing oh. whatever and you're like it'll we're coming dude we're coming. do you know how fucking it, so I did multiple legs this this tour that I've been on started in August of twenty one that I'm still on right now Jesus and so 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 how do you uh, uh, you will put out a special yes I recorded it already. But you're not going to uh, air it. I'm going to, uh, uh, I don't have, well, I haven't announced it yet, but I know mm-hmm. the the release date now. And then you'll stop touring with the yeah. material. Yeah. Yeah. I, wow. That's, that's a long Yeah. It wasn't, time it wasn't on the road planned. And, but the funny thing was, so we announced the first, le- cause like the first leg, if it's August, I go, let's announce August through right. December. Right. Right. And it would say. I mean, we tried to be like always emphasize it. I go, this is the first leg. <laughs> you can try you can do then, it as many times as you want. And then you put you there more dates coming soon. <laughs> no. and, and every single time people be like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. How come you're not? And always, you're like, man. Always. Then we just stopped. I just go, just yeah. stop. I go, don't even put the thing on there anymore. I mean, I'll, I'll, we can, I can say this here. And yeah. I could repeat it. Yeah. This is just the first leg. There are going to be two others. And people will hear this yeah. and still go on there and see it and go, 
how come you're not playing? Uh, Why aren't you in Phoenix? You know, yeah. Spokane. Yeah. You know, and I'll be there. And I'll we would call there. it, we called it World Tour. Yeah. And then people would go, um, oh, I guess North America is the whole world. I go, it's the first, le- the first leg is North yeah. America. Like I'm, the world stuff is coming every day. Can't call this a world tour if you only play North America. That's, right. I know. That's why I play uh, Southern Sudan. That's why, <laughs> you know, I've got a month in Southern Sudan. Yeah. And it doesn't sell well at all, and I lose money, but at least I can say world tour. By the way, what was the uh, what was the last special called? Um, I I'm from the future. I'm from the future, and I don't want to give it away, but this is one of, I have to tell you, this is one of my favorite things about I've always enjoyed about your standup is that you are I I call it as a high high risk high reward, yeah. um, where yeah. you because the most fun part of doing standup I think is taking is taking a risk right oh, like fuck yeah if you if you develop like your you know like i'm in the place now where i'm developing some trying to come up with new stuff mm-hmm. you can get to a point where you're 15 20 30 minutes in of stuff and if there's not risk involved somewhere there's something internally you feel right yeah. where you go like when someone's like how's it going you're like good mm-hmm. right good like i'm just they're, it's getting I laughs feel exactly the same way yeah, yeah. um but one of the things that I, I consider to be a risk that because so many people are uncomfortable with it, so many comedians mm-hmm. don't do it well, refuse to do it, is they will not take the risk of taking a long time to build a moment. Oh, like, yeah. like any silence makes them uncomfortable. So what happens is they'll get, they speak faster, mm-hmm. they speak louder, yep. and they'll, they'll add things that don't help the bit and they don't help the joke and it's all because of the panic of where is this going absolutely why is there silence yeah and your first bit in that i remember why because i watched it <laughs> yeah. the day it came out well i was like this is like it was, it's such a and and the audience your audience knows like this is going somewhere but there right. is this moment of like where is this going why is this going there and i don't want to give it away so that uh, somebody can go and enjoy it but it is a long it's build up I'm pretty proud of that opening. Yeah, bit. it's fucking fantastic. You know? And it, and it's the most uncomfortable thing about the whole whole aspect of it is coming on and not saying hi, not yeah. doing the thing like hey everybody, whatever, just not addressing in any yeah. way and having to let it let the thing die down to silence. Yeah. And then like and then titters s- like start. what's what's he doing? Why is he doing this? And then starting. And uh, my biggest regret forever and ever will be that I didn't get to take that bit out on the road. Like I didn't get to do yeah. that in the places that might be a little bit more, you know, less amenable to my and more stuff. uncomfortable and more uncomfortable because those moments are incredible in real in in yeah, a live I mean, room. If I'm not, you know, if people aren't complaining somewhere, then I'm not. I'm I've failed in some degree. I totally you know? agree. I want. I mean, getting the messages or hearing from the promoter. We had a walkout, and they just sent this. I'm like, that feels so amazing inside. I, well, I would watch. On two tours ago, I could see the walkouts. I had almost every single show, I had people walking out. I had people, some some quietly, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, and I could just see them. And some were very vocal. Some th- woman threw, tr- tried to throw beer at me in, in Tampa. Um, and people going, you know, fuck you, motherfucker. And, uh, yeah, and I had a, on that tour, I had a... a <laughs> code with my tour manager um because it got pretty hairy sure. a couple of times and i had if, if i asked for a certain beer 
uh, then that meant get all my shit out of the green room, put it on this chair, uh, have the exit door there. I'm not going to do an encore. Keep the, you know, keep it going like I might do an encore. And uh, and then I'm getting out of there. That just meant I'm running into the bus. Because you, you could sense where this is going. Yeah, like it was. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the last tour I did uh, for Oh Come On, I was in um, Pittsburgh. And uh, there were, it was a theater where, you know, sometimes they just supply, uh, it's a union thing or whatever, there's security there. Whether yeah. you ask for it or not, there's a security you know, guy or two guys, uh, in the front of the stage. Um, and I was, uh, and also (laughs) I, I don't do any outside of the, I'm from the future thing. I don't do any really hard shit up front. Yeah. I rarely do. I, I like ease into it, you Mm -hmm. know, so that by the time you're in the middle of it, you're like, you know, everybody, I, I like to think that even if you hate something that I'm saying, at least, there was 20 minutes of benign shit that yeah. everybody can laugh at, universal stuff. Yeah. And um, so I wasn't even into the hard shit yet. And I, uh, whatever, I don't remember the exact bit, I, something about Trump or whatever the fuck it was. And I'm, I'm at least 20, 25 minutes in. And this guy uh, to the left, security guard to the uh, downstage left is in front. And he's got the windbreaker, black no. windbreaker with white block security lettering on the back. And he just goes, this is fucking bullshit. I fucking quit. And he tears off his jacket and he throws it down. He walks up the aisle to the to the theater doors. And and the best thing about it visually is like it was in the center, right? The two doors and it's backlit. Yeah. So you can, he opens the door, there's a flood of light and then the doors slowly close mm-hmm. and you can hear him. Like his, he's like, motherfucker, this, you know, and then, <laughs> but you also see him yelling and point, but you can't hear him very well. because Holy like, shit. And Everyone thought it was a bit, especially sure. the where it yeah. came in. It yeah. was like you wouldn't, you couldn't script it any better. Like if you were going to script a guy making a scene, and I've had plants before. I've done shows where there are plants in the yeah. audience, so everybody was waiting for the yeah, like the rest of the band, band waiting for him yeah. to come back, yeah. and like, wow, what, that's a great commitment because yeah. he stayed there for twenty minutes pretending yeah. he was security. <laughs> that's a if it I, was nuts. I wish you had that on video. That's yeah. I've that's, thought this before because. Sometimes when you're on stage, I've seen the the same guys you're talking about, and a lot of times they're seated facing the audience because what they're supposed to do. They, is these like, guys were both standing facing the yeah, audience. Facing yeah, facing the audience, and sometimes just like you know, you're in your act and you're just kind of working through it, and as you kind of maybe are transitioning to something, you turn and you'll see the guy. Sometimes you see the guy laughing, and you're like, oh, that's kind of it. Just yeah. it just kind of sometimes you see the guy sleeping. Yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, sometimes you see the guy gesturing to somebody but i've always it's, it's run through my mind like what what if this guy really didn't enjoy this mm-hmm. and you had the like the greatest example of that like a guy quit his job <laughs> yeah, quit god it's amazing he quit and and to my credit i was like don't he's just upset and i get it he didn't sign up for this don't let him get you know don't let him leave let him come back and yeah. you know he's terrible at his job we can all agree on that <laughs> he yeah. did not do well with security. Well, he was going to beat the shit out of me, so he did. Was great at his job. Fuck. He kicked himself out. He hoisted himself by his own petard. <laughs> he dragged himself, dragged himself out, out uh, so, to save me. It was a. It was pretty selfless. Yeah, I, I bet that there. I mean, you've probably had some epic walkouts. 
you know. Oh yeah, I yeah. mean over the over the years too, man. Some and vocal, you know, fuck yeah. you, motherfucker. And the woman in Tampa was, she literally she went came down the aisle. She went to throw her beer. It barely, I mean, it barely like clipped the stage and she yeah. throw her beer, and then uh, people in the uh, balcony were kind of yelling at her, and she literally walked. I, can I do this? On yeah, the, sure. So she literally walked all the way up this long. It's a theater. Yeah. All the way up, both middle fingers and doing circling, circling like this. Fuck you, motherfuckers. Fuck you, fucking assholes. I didn't say all this shit all the way up. Wow. So to the point where it was entertaining. Yeah, was sure. Like, you know, it completely fucked up the flow, as you might imagine. And it's important to have passion. She's a passionate person, yeah, you know. She yeah. believed in, uh, you know, um, pro-choice or whatever it was. Or whatever it was, yeah. Probably Cheers. not pro-choice, no. Cheers. Cheers. To uh, all pro-choice um, women. Yep. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. I have... A, I have uh, a bunch of stuff that I have cut, and I'll just sort of save it for next time. We were talking about this before we started recording. Yeah. I think we, I don't know if we were recording yet, when we were talking about the kind of sourdough bread yes. aspect of doing stand-up, where by the time, because everything spreads when you're doing a, you know, doing a tour, and and you experience things on the road that become part of the set, and, yeah. you know, and I don't, I don't want to do, my sweet spot is like an hour and 15 with an encore too if if the audience wants it and i have you'll come back after 115 yeah and, and do how long i mean first of all i mean i know this is self-indulgent and not really uh you know it's self-indulgent but i, I mean i'll be I'll, i'd happily be up there for two hours god i mean damn. happily i love it wow. i love it and if the audience is loving it and i i'm you know pretty good at sussing that out you know yeah um that's so long to me i mean what it happens is, is it is long if but I, I i like it well know? yeah if you're enjoying it that's true yeah. if i tour so what happens is when i start touring you know where i, I build i build the hour right yep. and so when i first i'm like i you know book me in a bigger place mm -hmm. it's like at first i'm hitting like 55 mm -hmm. and then you know a couple months later it's 65 and then as the tour progresses and you're you know, you drop some stuff that you're like, yeah, oh, I'm yeah. done with that. Yeah. But then when I get to like 75, I always feel like, oh, I'm getting, I, I'll feel like I'm up here too long. Like, uh, yeah, I, I totally get that. And, and it's a, a smart thing to be able to intuit and be on stage. You have to, you know, yeah. you can't, you know, you have to separate like, oh, I want to do this. I'm having fun with, okay, this is, yeah. This is about me now. Let's get the fuck off. And then do you, you know? do the thing? Because I've heard other people will comment. Do, are your encores your best? Like, do you save your best shit for the encore? No. Okay. No. My best shit is what you're, you know. Getting uh, in the And show. I have good stuff that's really fun. It's probably, the stuff I do in an encore is probably more fun. And it's more, it's fun for me to do. But it also, you know, uh, something that people don't really uh, consider Understandably, they're not stand-ups, whatever. But you know, sequencing is a really important part, uh, and, and sometimes it takes a while to get that right. And when you have it sequenced, it's all about flow, you know. And I don't want to interrupt the flow that I have. So, so 
these other bits are kind of unto themselves. Mm-hmm. And so they're they're either they'll be in the next tour I do or I'll do it in the encore, you know. But it won't be in the special. But I have a I have so many at this point because again, and when when you put a special out there, it's usually like seventy five minutes tops. Yeah. tops. yeah, tops. Yeah, and they're always asking you now. I mean, most like streamers and stuff, they're like, "Can you cut that down?" They want yeah. it, they want it shorter and shorter. And so seventy five minutes is like the sweet spot, really. And uh, and then the rest of it becomes either drop it, as you said. You know, yeah. you're, you're and I have some stuff that I really like that was fun to do, but it just the flow isn't right. It's, it feels like, oh, I'm, it's like a speed bump. I'm too, I'm talking about this thing too much. Or yeah. This same style of joke. And, and, and so then I got that in my back pocket for later, or it becomes encore, but it's not going to be in the special. So I can do it next tour cool. and it'll flow better. But, um, I have a couple bits that I really, really enjoy doing that will just be encore because, you know, it's, uh, as I said, it fucks with the the, the flow, flow of, the of show. everything. Yeah. yeah, pull up the dates. Go to the uh, go to official davidcross.com. and um, again, this is just the first leg. This is the entire tour, as David just said. There will be nothing <laughs> added. Um, make that bigger, if you don't mind. There'll be more Canadian um, dates. I'll go to Europe. Uh, you know, more in America. Oh yeah, yeah. I've done Terrytown. Yeah, I've done that place. Um, Oh yeah, you're going yeah Omaha, Colorado. Omaha is great. It is. I, I that was the last show on the last tour I did, and I remember and you're like surprised being you're like this. Yeah, was, uh, and doing that thing that is I still do that's so stupid that I haven't learned my lesson after thirty plus years of just going, you know, looking at the audience going, oh, "This is gonna suck," yeah. and being wrong, or going, "This is gonna be great," and yeah. being wrong, and, and, and I. I remember looking out and it was like my the last it was like eighty shows I did and it was gonna be the last one. I'm like, oh man, I'm in Omaha. I'd never been there before. Yeah. <sighs> I'm in this like civic theater thing, whatever it is. Like, uh oh, and they were great. Yeah. Omaha was fucking There's awesome. Always surprises. Loved it. Loved yeah. it. I'm I very excited to go back. Okay, see, I had a great time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did uh I had that on two tours ago when they I was one, the same thing you're describing. I called my agent. I'm like, why am I going to Springfield, Missouri right now? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, you don't remember us talking about it? I go, no, I don't want to be here. And it was like the best show mm-hmm. of the tour. I was like, oh, you just never know. I make notes. I do you that do? now. I'll make notes about all of it. The, the theater, the venue, the city, the show, and the hotel. I do. Like, oh, that's smart. Yeah. I do call immediately. And I go, write this down if I think a venue sucks. If I go, I don't like this venue. Don't put this on. Like, make sure this is Yeah. Yeah. I made that mistake. I don't want to say where it is, but coming up, there's a, there's a venue where I found my notes. This is after, well, after the tour was booked, and I'm going back and forth with the yeah. booking agent. And uh, and then I found my notes about this one particular place, which, uh, which is a, a city I love. Um, but I was like, not underlined, you know, not this place. Don't go there. It's not good for comedy. There's some places that just aren't good for comedy. I agree. And uh, and I don't think bookers really get that. And I played a couple, um, like, uh, uh, to get ready for this and build material, I went, I did a bunch of, uh, like, the way I used to do it, where I'd, I'd go out and have have a band open. I'd go at a music club venues, yep. standing room, and 
that's when I do like two and a half hour shows. And that's where Shut Up You Fucking Baby came from, that yeah. tour, where I have a band open up and I go right out and then do, and uh, it was just a different thing. And uh, uh, and I went out to, I kind of did that again. Uh, it was my wife's idea to go out and build material. Normally I would just do it in Brooklyn, you know, yeah. get on my bike or walk to place. And, uh, and there were a couple venues that, you know, and I worked with a, a booking agent who didn't do comedy, who did music because of that, uh, you know, bands um, playing those kind of rooms. And there were a couple places like, I know you guys don't know this, but this is not good for comedy. It's good for a band, but it's not good for comedy. A thousand percent. Yeah. And I actually feel like, you know, obviously I like music. I enjoy it. I like seeing music. I, it is a different setup that works better for yeah. that. And there's people that, I don't know, some of the promoters are like, what? I'm like, dude, this is not. And I can't expect them to know. And sometimes I'd say, like, it wasn't very good because of this. The yeah. room, like, oh, well. They, they take personal offense. And you're like, I'm not talking it, about you. I'm just talking. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a thing just, you know, you know if you're a stand-up. Yeah. You know? And you know it pretty quickly. You're like, yeah. ah, fuck. Yeah, right this away. This isn't, kind of walk this out. isn't good for stand-up. Um, so you said you might be starting a podcast, though? soon yes and uh uh bert was so uh helpful and uh um informative and we talked we talked before we started the podcast and then two hours on the podcast and then like another half hour in his driveway he was giving me a lot of uh very helpful advice and oh cool and i told him and i'll say the same thing to you yeah. and, and your wife uh you know i expect you guys to come on and and fucking bring it bring the and, like and teach and teach do, teach this old boy do you mean do our tricks. thing like you, you'll be like hey when when we when we start you do your thing and take over the show like that yeah i don't want to ask you any questions yeah, yeah, you yeah. do i'll i'll probably be on my phone yeah that'd be great you know? uh you can't see you can't hear it you can't yeah. hear me on your phone and you For guys sure. just do what you do do what we do and will we uh you do it out of brooklyn yeah it'll, or uh, it'll either be it'll be in new york yeah okay yeah that'd be awesome yeah so at some point i'll let you know and i'll let everybody know but I would love to, man. I'm a, you know, I'm a huge, huge fan of yours, dude. Right. So you, I, hear, you heard it here first. Yeah. You, um, uh, go see, uh, why are black so loud? The tour with special <laughs> guest Sean Patton <laughs> tickets are available at, that's a, in the, I don't official, want you to give away the parentheticals. <laughs> you can't, that I don't reveal that till later. That's, well, you I know it's it away. the last, it's the last quarter of the, <laughs> of the hour. I've seen it. Um, no, I can, I really can't wait to see it. You really are so, so fun to watch on. Well, stage, come to the man. Austin show. I'm doing, uh, are you going to be here or are you going to be on tour? I mean, I'm done touring. So I'm in and out of town for the next two months, but then I'm oh. home, but I, it depends on what the date is. What's the date? Do you know, I, I think it's on the earlier side. I think it's in pull up, pull it April. Up. If it's in the beginning of April, I can go. I don't, I'm not sure when Austin is. I'll be at the Paramount. Oh, it's a Theater. great spot. April. Yeah, it's great. Oh. Oh, I shot a special there. Oh, there it is, March 29th. Can you move it? Can you reschedule it? <laughs> I'm gone. I'll just have Sean do it, and then I'll come back. Dude, that's perfect. Yeah. Um, Will yeah. you be here? Actually, wait a minute. I am here. Okay. <laughs> All right. I am here. Wait, don't move the date. Did you fucking just move the date? I did move the date, but I, yeah. Um, it's just, it's now Kathy Griffin. Dude, dude, I am, I am in town. I'm coming. All right, cool. I'm Absolutely, coming. I'll, I'll let you and and the whole family can come down. The kids can come. Yeah, they're young. How old? They're seven and four now. Is that too young? 
I think that's perfect. My daughter's six. It's good. And age. Uh, she gave me some good notes. Okay. Give me. Um, I have a couple things in the that you'll appreciate. Some things specific to. Uh, um, she basically the title came from her. Oh really? Yes. Yeah. I'm the oh, worst that's the worst daddy in the world. And uh, she's she's told me that I'm the worst daddy in the world. <laughs> and and she's not just saying that. They she had test run. Yeah. She had she filled out all the forms. She sent in some blood work. And so we know we know specifically I am I'm in the running for the top five. That's worst dads yeah, in the world. That's yeah. pretty cool. That includes a guy in the uh, space station. I mean, this is it's everybody. My it's son everybody. last night. I watched him hit, I always hit his little brother and I was like, go to your room. And he was so upset and he walked in the room. He goes, you're making my life miserable. So I'm going to make your life miserable. And I go, don't you fucking threaten me with that shit. He's seven. I go, don't say that wow. shit. He goes, I will make your life miserable. And I wow. go, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Chill the fuck out, dude. First of all, I believe you and don't do that shit. Okay. Yeah. He's, he, they, I, I got to tell you something. Uh, I don't want to give away too much from, uh, well, there's, there's one thing my daughter said to me, uh, we were having this, this isn't in this set, but we were having this epic standoff. And I, unlike my wife, I will not bend. I will not bend. And she, she was, this was when she was like four and a half, I want to mm. say. And, uh, she had this habit, uh, and we were trying to break her of it where she would kind of snort and we, my wife thought it might be allergies and stuff. We took their doctors and, uh, and it was like a psychological thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, but it was going to fuck up her throat. And so the doctor said, you know, gargle. And he said this also for her benefit too, like gargle with warm salt water and that'll help and that'll go away. And, um, and she didn't like doing that. And she had this little stepping stool. Sure, sit, up to the sink, yeah. And the first time we were, uh, and my wife was in Toronto for the month. She was, uh, we had come back. We were locked up there for because of COVID. Um, it's a whole other fucking crazy story. But we, I got out the second I could. We were up there for half a year. Jesus And Christ. it was awful. And uh, and I just went home with her when we could, the, the minute we fucking could. And um and New York had opened back up, but Toronto was locked down. And New York was great, open streets, shit, and it was beautiful. It was awful. I mean, uh, awesome. And uh, and so we're there by ourselves for the month. And I'm at home in Brooklyn. She's standing on the stool. You got to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't know. You have to do it. It's all basically, I know that it's to break her of this bad habit she has. That's going to be bad for her, you know, physically. And... Uh, an hour and 50 minutes, 5-0, of just standing there where she's not going to do it. An hour and 50 minutes, almost two hours. So she finally does it. And then she's fine. Okay, well, uh, we play. So we go upstate, just two of us, and we're going to go swimming. There's this, like, uh, uh, you know, country club place in Pennsylvania over the river. Going to go swimming. She loves it. Loves swimming. All right, we're going to go. You got to gargle with salt water. I don't want to da da uh, And I'm not exaggerating. Four hours. Where we did not step, we we had took a break for lunch. We went over to the table, made some lunch, went over to the table, came back onto the stepping stool at the sink. Me right next to her, four hours. You have to She's gargle. stubborn as fuck. And she is. Like, you need to gargle. She yeah, and, and she said everything to me. And then at one point, she turns to me. She's like four and a half, and she goes, 
Like, and she went through every emotion. She just stares at me. She goes, I'm going to cut your throat. <laughs> Staring at me, a four and a half year old. Serious. Yeah, yeah. Serious. I'm going to cut your throat. <laughs> four <laughs> like, and a half years old. It's like, wow. Yeah. Uh, but she eventually gargled it. And then she didn't have to, she did it a handful of times. She stopped snorting. It was all good. Um, you win. I won. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they say wild shit, dude. It's, it I'm going to, looking me th- in yeah, the eyes, yeah. I'm serious, I'm going to cut your throat. Yeah, see, yeah. it's not just my, because I tell, too, like, my youngest, who's four, he, he told me, he's like, I wish I could cut your skin off, he told me, and I was like, cool. Um, and I, I don't remember saying that to my mom or dad. I, 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 don't, I don't remember either. ever cut saying, your skin off? I'm going to cut your skin off. Yeah, I was like, what? And wear you. I'm going to wear your skin wear suit, you. your daddy skin your suit, terrible dad. and parade down the street with your blood and entrails. Like, hey, man, <laughs> chill the fuck out. Yeah. I learned it from you. Well, you know, kids are the worst. No, it's the uh, Worst Daddy in the World Tour. Sean Patton, who's hilarious, will be on tour with you. The great Sean Patton. Very funny guy. Um, you get your tickets now. This is the first leg. There'll be more <laughs> legs. Um, a podcast is to come yes. very soon from the world of David Cross. And, You'll um, be on it. I'm going to be on it. And I'm going to fucking bring the heat. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming, man. Absolutely, my Appreciate pleasure. You. Again, I, I really, uh, this is a very enjoyable Listen, experience. You're welcome here anytime you want to come. Well, thank you. Absolutely. See you guys next time. Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur partology, dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave.